Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, live at Mark Miller Subaru. We're at the Southtown location, 10920 South State, uh, where it's uh, Dog Adoption Day. Come down here and adopt a dog. They have some uh, cats as well, but if you've been thinking about it, uh, you can do it for free today here at Mark Miller Subaru, the Southtown location. All right, let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. Joining us now, our friend, former Cougar linebacker, Jordan Pendleton with us here on The Big Show. Hi, Jordan. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Are, are you a dog person, Jordan? I am. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge dog person. Yeah, I got two of them. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, we found out a fun stat today. Apparently, 80 to 90% of Subaru drivers are dog people. So I don't know what you drive, but maybe there's a good chance it's a Subaru. <laughs> that That is funny that you say that because we've actually been driving around a Subaru for like the last six months. Look at you. Look at that. <laughs> How about that? So that's, that's hilarious. Right on. Uh, let's talk a, a little BYU football, Jordan, of course. Uh, what is more interesting, staring at a beige plain wall or Texas State football? Well, I, I, you might need to repeat that, repeat no, that just, question. <laughs> uh, how do we? How, how about this? I, I'm just making jokes. How about this? How do how do we make a game against Texas State interesting? Oh, uh, I, I I got you. Um, you know that <laughs> that's a tough one. I, I'd say try and get like the most points scored in BYU history. Like come up with come up with a challenge that you know is like totally out there. Maybe try and score like I don't know how many points have been like the highest scored points in BYU history, but there's got to be some records or something you could go after and try and break, right? So, Jordan, what as you've observed this team, what areas do you think they need to clean up? Oh man, that, that, that's a tough one. Um, you know, they, they've obviously looked looked really good. Um, you know, just based off this season, it's really hard to it's really hard to make that assessment because they've they they have been so dominant i think the the one thing that they've proved last week is that when things got tough they were they were able to overcome it and so it was, it was actually good to see a game that kind of was close that byu kept on the gas and and pulled away but i would say just you know overall um i think o- offensive line can can still improve i think they've looked really good um but there, there's times where zach is is which he's very good at, so it's not a huge problem. But there's times where he does have to scramble quite a bit, and he has to, you know, make a, a lot of plays with his legs, especially on, you know, when he's in the pocket. So I think there's there's definitely some improvement for the offensive line, and then on the defensive side, just you know, not get not making mental errors on defense. You know, there's a couple times, especially in that Houston game, where um, you know they they picked us apart offensively. Their quarterback is a really good quarterback. And there, there were times where there was a lot of open holes, and you could see that um, some of it was just assignment mistakes. And so I think in the secondary, if they clean that up, and I think the offensive line can continue to improve. And then with the linebackers, um, finishing plays. You know, there's a lot of missed opportunities, a lot of missed tackles that I think they can clean up on. But, you know, that's just being really nitpicky because so far, obviously, they've, they've looked dominant in, in almost every game that they've played. Jordan, I'm trying to 
uh, figure out the best way to ask this question. But but Zach Wilson is getting an extraordinary amount of attention. I mean, it's he's on national broadcast with his face next to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Yahoo just yesterday did a, a big, long uh, feature on him. He's getting an extreme amount of attention. How does that go over with his teammates in the locker room? And it, when you've seen players handle a, a spotlight, what what what's the best way to handle that from their perspective? You know, I, I think it's awesome, the attention that he's getting. And I, you know, happen to be in a locker room where we had guys that were very similar. Um, being in the locker room with my brother-in-law, Austin Colley, when he strung off, like, I think it was – I can't remember how many games in a row he had with over 100 yards and, you know, was, was a Blitnikoff, um, you know, top three finalist. And, and I've been in locker rooms with Dennis Pitta, who was an All-American. And so, you know, as, as a teammate – it's exciting because it brings a lot of notice to the school and it brings a lot of notice to the program. Um, and, and so I, I, you know, being a teammate that was around guys that had that notoriety, like I, I thought it was awesome. And for Zach, the biggest thing he can do is continue to be the hardest worker in the room. And, you know, guys are going to be, it's going to go one of two ways. If, if you're getting all that attention, but you're not, you're not a good guy in the locker room. Um, you're not a good leader. You don't work hard. Uh, you don't stay after and watch extra film, then then it kind of goes south, right? Because your teammates are like, man, this guy's getting all all this attention, but I wish they knew kind of how he was and and you know what he brought to the table on a daily basis. And with with guys that I've been around that that got that notice, they were opposite. They were you know Austin would stay after practice and catch three thousand tennis balls, and you know Dennis was the same way. And so you know I was around guys that got a lot of notice, they got a lot of attention. But they were guys that that worked hard, and they were guys that we respected. And so I think if it, you know if Zach Wilson just needs to be a great leader, and and his teammates are going to be happy for him, and it's also going to you know get everybody else noticed because they're they're able to be around him, especially if you're one of his receivers. It's going to get get you a lot more noticed having one of the top quarterbacks in the country. Jordan, as a former linebacker, how how much fun is it? to play behind a player like Kyrus Tonga? And and what effect does a guy like that have, both on the defensive approach and what the offense is thinking about? Oh, it, it, it's a linebacker's dream, it really is. You know, I, I was very fortunate to play with Romney Suga, who that was Bronco Mendenhall's guy, and, and we ran a 3-4, and he was our nose guard, and he would two-gap better than any person I've ever played with and he, he was actually a little undersized but the the guy was unbelievable he was so assignment sound and when you have a guy down there that can that can plug up and take on two guys and not get driven off the ball it, it just really it, it it makes your defense entirely different and it, and it makes the linebackers job easy because they don't have that offensive linemen get into the next level and it really eliminates an entire you know other person on the offensive side that can can potentially be someone that's going to block you and so uh, when you have a guy like that down low um it, it really is a game changer for a defense and, and it makes a huge difference and it, and it goes very unnoticed because they don't get a ton of stats you know they don't make a lot of romney didn't make a lot of tackles but what he did is he made it so our middle linebackers got 150 tackles because they could just come up and clean up and, and it just makes everybody else look better. 
Man, bringing up Romney Fuga, that's uh, that he was a monster. He was <laughs> he huge. Was awesome. Yeah, he, he was he awesome. Was, he was a really good player. Uh, Jordan Pendleton is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, what do you think's gotten into to Dax Milne? Has he found something in himself, or is it uh, the quarterbacks getting him the ball, uh, you know, where it needs to be, or a little bit of both? I think a little bit of both. I think, you know, the, the maturity level of, of both Zach and his receivers, you know, I, I remember they, these guys all being freshmen together, and, and, and the Gunner, Gunner Romney kid is, is another phenomenal guy. And so, you know, when, when you have a quarterback – that is as elusive as Zach, where you have to worry about him running and and throwing. It, it makes it very difficult for the defense. It, it just it really does. And and then when you have multiple receivers that are capable of, of making big plays, which BYU has right now, then you can't just put all your attention on Romney, uh, and you can't put all your attention on just Dax because they have other guys. You know, man, I wish Bushman was still playing because I'm sitting here looking at at the way our offense is playing. I'm like, what if we had a, what if we had Bushman at tight end too? Like you just, the potential is crazy. So, but I, I think, um, I think it's both. I think it's him and Zach getting a lot of playing time together. Um, you know, there's something to be said about the relationship between a receiver and his quarterback, uh, you know, from what it, what it sounds like on watching the games, their roommates, they're very close. And when you have somebody that you're close with where you, you're constantly watching film with and the timing is there, and the trust is there, and, and you know you can put it in certain spots where he's going to go up and get it. Um, you know that that's huge, and you know that's what we had with with Austin Collie and Max Hall back in the day. Is they were just so in tune with each other that it was like every time he threw him the ball, it was going to be a catch. And I feel like Zach's really establishing that right now with his receivers. Jordan BYU in the past, or at least recent past, has uh, usually dropped a bunch of guys back into coverage. And then against Houston in the second half, we saw a little man coverage. We saw uh, a little more aggression. Which one of those defenses do you think is more effective for this particular group? Well, I think any time we can bring pressure is a good thing. You know, I think I think we've got DBs that are, you know, especially going against that, that Houston quarterback. It was a really good quarterback. I would much rather have pressure. And I'd much rather have him have to make quick decisions and, and put, it, put him in a position where we're getting hits on him, we're changing his launch point, um, we're, we're, we're making him think really, really fast. And then I think our corners are very capable. You know, I always say, hey, just all you got to do is cover him for a couple of seconds because we're going to get home. And if I'm a DB, I, I would much rather be in a position where I know my guys up front are going to get home. They're going to make him, you know, throw it bad and, and – and, and when you're stuck out on an island like that, it's comforting knowing that you guys you got guys getting pressure on the quarterback. And I think that's one thing we've been missing the last couple of years. BYU's defense has not gotten any pressure. We haven't gotten as many sacks as we have in the past. And it's, it's refreshing to see us actually bringing five-man pressures and sometimes six-man pressures and, and actually getting after the quarterback. And as a defender, you'd much rather have that than um, you know be stuck out there trying to plaster somebody for – five, six seconds while the quarterback just gets to sit and choose his spot. So I'm always a believer in bringing pressure, uh, obviously mixing it up, but not letting your, your, your DBs have to sit and, and cover guys, you know, for four or five seconds. It's just a, a really difficult job. 
You know, Gordon uh, Jordan uh, Gordon Monson has brought up that that adjustment a few times this week, and and I think he's he's right on the money. That was obviously a really terrific uh, adjustment on the coaching staff's part. And so, I guess, uh, do you think Kalani Sataki has evolved as a coach over his tenure with with BYU for the better? Um, if I had to judge off of the way the team, and I know the competition hasn't been the greatest or, or what we want it to be, but if I could judge off their level of play and, and watching their scheme and how it's changed this year from even last year, different things that they're doing, um, the, the type of pressure that they're bringing, I would say 100% absolutely. Um, and, you know, it, as a defensive guy and as, a, as an alumni, you know, there's a, it's frustrating to watch a, a team in BYU that is known for for bringing pressure. You know, Kyle Van Noy, who had over 20 sacks, and Jan Jorgensen, who had over 20 sacks. And, you know, we had guys that were, were leading the country in sacks at, you know, at times and, and breaking records. And, and then to see it kind of bringing three-man pressures and not really getting after the quarterback and, and making our DBs have to really – being coverage for so long it's frustrating and so to see the changes that he's made this year uh with the defense it's, it's been refreshing and it's fun to watch and i think also to it it, it also takes the right group of guys and and you know i think that you got to give the players a lot of cre- credit because they have to be able to execute as well so jordan i'm going to put you on the spot here okay oh great uh, we talked about Zach Wilson. We talked about Kyrus Tonga. You know, the two two big stars, one on each side. Is there a player that you have noticed who is either unheralded or uh, gets less attention than he should that has caught your attention? Ooh, that's a that's a really good question. I, absolutely, I, I'd say Mason Wake. Um, if I get to choose on both sides of the ball, I would say Mason Wake. You know, Mason is a guy I've actually worked with in the past when he was playing at Lone Peak and, you know, was a, was a walk-on guy and, and uh, big body. I was honestly shocked at how well he moved at, at his frame and, and how big he is. And I think he's been one of our key pieces this year, um, not, not only as a guy that can get out and be a lead blocker, but somebody that can actually run the ball and run downhill break tackles. Uh, I think he's getting super popular from hurdling people, even though he's like 240 pounds. Um, But you you can tell that the guy is, he's a good leader and he's he's vocal. And and a lot of guys, it just looks like he's just a a good teammate and and works hard. And it looks like people love being around him. And um, for somebody that also can get out in space at his size and catch balls out in space, and when you got a guy that can lead block, he can run, he can also get out in space and catch the ball. And then when he's in open field, he's breaking tackles and, and hurdling people. Um, he's a special player. And he, he's been kind of the one guy that I've really noticed that has made it really fun to watch. And I think he's a key piece of our offense right now. Jordan, we always appreciate it when you make a few moments for us. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See ya. That's our friend Jordan Pendleton, the former uh, BYU linebacker. Check out what he's doing now, by the way, PendletonPerformance.com. Uh, if uh, there's a young person, or maybe you want to do some training, Jordan's doing uh, a lot of stuff with uh, with that.
Um, I, I, him talking about Wake, uh, Gordon, I, I, I think he's, he's kind of a special story. Did you see his, uh, his shirt where he kind of did a shout-out to his mom, who's unfortunately yeah. passed? I thought that yes. was a really neat moment. Uh, you know, it's kind of a cool thing to see uh, a team that uh, has, has a few stars but, and, and has some solid players but then has some guys who, who rise up, and, and maybe it's no surprise to the players themselves, but to the public uh, as a whole to see these guys, and they're sitting there going, even if they know of them, to see them play and go, wow, that was kind of cool. Who was that? Yeah. You know, or what, what's that guy all about? And, uh, and he's one of them. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.